0: Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now, here's your host, Steve Schultz.
1: Good morning, and welcome to the broadcast. We're going to have Cash Patel here. Because of time limitations, we're going to go ahead and bring uh, Cash in. So, without further delay, let's bring in prophets and patriots. Good to see you, Cash. Nice to. I sorry I missed you at uh, Reawaken. Normally, I was supposed to be there. So,
2: uh, I think you were at. Were you at the Idaho Washington Idaho one I was at the Batavia New, uh, New York when I missed the Idaho unfortunately but hopefully I'll see you at the next one
1: yeah it's, it's it's nice to see you again this is your second time and for those viewing this is uh, we're, we are running this at 10 o'clock you haven't uh, lost it this is the time we decided we, we were able to get cash so we're happy to do that we only have 30 minutes minutes today so cash we're gonna go ahead and run your your book commercial and then we can talk about it after that so are you good for that oh yeah thanks so much for that okay me. let's go ahead and run that and we will make America great again in a thriving kingdom long ago the elites are plotting in darkness to take back power against the people's will by any means necessary. Brave Books presents a couple's brave journey to uncover the unknown with the heroes they meet along the way while taking on the evil forces of Kamala, Law, and Joe in hopes of restoring integrity within the kingdom and revealing the plot against the king to Thousand Mules Written by Kash Patel with Dinesh D'Souza Rated T for truth. I love it. I love. I especially love Kamala. That one made me chuckle. That was hilarious. Talk about the book for a minute. Anything else you'd like to say about that? We want people to get it. And we're going to put a link up there. Oh, it's- greatly
2: appreciate it. So yeah, plotagainsttheking.com. And I'm holding up the sequel right now. So there we started is. out with Plot Against the King. Um, and uh, basically, uh, thanks to President Trump, who launched it on Truth Social for us. It was a fun way for parents and children to learn about Russiagate. And what do we? it was such a high demand for a vacuum in our education system for truth and the importance of service and mission and our core values of faith that we created a trilogy. So book two, Plot Against the King, 2,000 Mules. I collaborated with Dinesh D'Souza off his uh, you know, record-breaking documentary about election integrity. We thought, what are a couple of things that the radical left does never want us to talk about to our youth? Election integrity and Russiagate. Now we've done that. And we don't go in there and tell people to be Republican or Democrat or conservative or Green Party or this. We say, look, parents and kids alike, you should be able to sit down together and talk about history that actually happened in America. um, History that has basically um, teaching us what the value of truth, service, mission and faith are and that our future leaders need to know that. They know about Watergate. They know about the World Wars. Why not know about the biggest criminal's corrupt scandal in Plot Against the King? We did that. And then 2000 Mules, we take that to the election integrity fight, and the left is losing it. Pl- uh, President Trump launched Plot Against the King 2000 Mules. Um, the first one is a, a bestseller. I think this is going to be a, another bestseller in the children's book realm, but it's not just for kids, it's for adults too. Um, PlotAgainstTheKing.com. Get the series. I'm autographing them. President Trump's putting them out. Uh, we're having a great time, and the left is already screaming at us with hate mail after hate mail. It just means we are over the top. So thanks for letting me talk about it. And I hope you guys enjoy Plot Against the King, the first one, and Plot Against the King, 2,000 Mules.
1: Awesome. And Emily, go ahead and leave that link up just the whole time we talk. Uh, Everyone knows who I am. They may not know. Some may not know who Cash is, so we can put his thing up, his name up. But uh, Cash, I got to ask you about this because I'm looking at the ad this morning, (laughs) and you had three questions, and the last one was, on your ad that you publish, it says, what is up with the glowing poo? <laughs> Who well, came you know, up with that?
2: You know, we got to have fun with it, right? Like in the yeah. first one, we had Hillary Quinton and Keeper Comey and A Shifty Knight and Duke Devon and Wizard Cash go on a quest for the truth. And, uh, you know, in that edition, it was uh, the steel box after the steel dossier. Well, in Plot Against the King, 2000 Mules, you know, the glowing poo is representative of the... Um, of the as you as depicted on Dinesh's documentary of the ballot stuffers uh, oh, wow. running around with their geolocational data that Dinesh was able to put together truthful information that can't be contradicted because it's literally science telling us where that person was and when and then overlaying with the video footage. So for kids, we said that's a little too complicated. How about we have mules who leave trails in a you know in a fun way and and if that weren't enough, um, you know I <laughs> I'm really proud of this, my dear friend. Um, and country music legend John, uh, John Rich actually wrote the song Plot Against the King as a as our theme song for the books, and it just released a week ago. So if you haven't heard that song, it's all on the website, plotagainsttheking.com or fightwithcash, uh, com.
1: either place. Awesome. Talk about, for a bit, the 2,000 Mules. I saw the movie. A lot of people saw it. For anyone who hasn't seen 2,000 Mules, what are your thoughts about what happened but, there?
2: They should watch it um, as for starters, and then have the discourse on whether you believe what's presented in it. And, you know, I was just at an event with Dinesh in Florida. And what it shows is it doesn't talk about election harvesting. It just talks about um, basically the election apparatus from not the campaign perspective, but the actual mechanics of an election. How can it be that if there's 100,000 people in the kingdom and now I'm borrowing from my book, um, 200,000 people voted? That math just doesn't add up. How do dead people vote? How is it that in states um, that Dinesh depicted in his in his movie, we have all these people stuffing 10, 15, 20, 30 ballots into a ballot. Box. What are you doing? You're you know, Who told you to do that? Did someone pay you to do that? And you were caught on video doing it. It's not like a guy told me that he, they heard from somebody at some time of night that they might've saw you there. You got your cell phone there, geolocated and then you have the video. And what I talk about more is election rigging. And when I say that, I talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. You know, me as a former deputy director of national intelligence and a former national security prosecutor, we operate on hard facts. Hunter Biden's laptop is evidence of criminal activity. And it broke right before the election. But what did 51 former intelligence officials do, including a director of the CIA, the sec, a former secretary of defense and a former director of the national security agency. They all said, Oh, nothing to see here. Russian disinformation. Now, fast forward a year and a half later. Um, it's now come out that they were flat out wrong. And the people reporting truthfully that that was ex- information of criminality have now that information has been put to the voters and many voters have said they would have voted differently in an election that was decided in three States by 45,000 votes. That's the definition of election rigging. When a guy like Michael Hayden, the former CIA director, former NSA director who signed that letter, comes out recently and says, even though I knew the information was false, I was happy to help defeat Donald Trump. Just think about that. A cabinet secretary at the highest levels of government intelligence um, and the law is saying the the facts as long as we got Trump. And that's what I'm talking about when I talk about election rigging. And when I talk about it in the plot against the king at the that's what I mean. And I think everybody should pick it up. But I also think everybody should decide for themselves um, what happened. That's that's the main purpose of a free right. speech platform like Truth Social and our books. You don't have to love them. You don't have to even like them, but read them and then tell me about them. Don't just scream hyperbole at me saying, "Uh oh, cash is indoctrinating kids. Yeah. You know what I'm indoctrinating children with the truth. And it hurts your false disinformation campaign narratives that you're putting on blast. But I'm not going to bend the knee to you and the corrupt government gangsters that have been hawking this to not just our kids, but to the world. Half of America still thinks Donald Trump's a Russian asset, for crying out loud. And we now know, without a scintilla of doubt, that that is false. Because when I ran the Russiagate investigation and we put out all that information and the layers that have come out since then and John Durham's reporting on Danchenko... We know we did the one thing I signed up to do in government, serve the American people by putting out the truth. And that's not what the jackals in the modern day left wing media are doing, but we're defeating them. We are because programs like yours are carrying the mission that journalists used to carry. And Americans are now switching on to your program and turning off CNN and the New York Times and the garbage media. And I can't tell people this enough. Get off Facebook, get off Twitter, get on Truth Social, get on any other platform that is actually for free speech, not the one that bans it.
1: Now, I saw a quote from you or heard a quote from you where you said this is not Republican versus Democrat. This is good versus evil. Do you mean evil, evil, or do you mean ineptness that people are just being inept and they, they don't know what they're doing? Okay. Straight
2: up evil. And look, I call it I coined this phrase and, you know, my adult book, which won't come out till the spring, but we're we're putting the finishing touches on it is called government gangsters. Wow. And the exposition of the deep state. And it's not ineptitude. If it were a mistake, I make mistakes every day. I get it. OK. Um, I was in government for 16 years. I ended up as a chief of staff to the Department of Defense. I still made mistakes. Um, but I when I made them. I made them public and I said, how do we learn from it? And how do I never make it again? Because the mission is too important. The evil people, the government gangsters, Rod Rosenstein, Chris Ray, Bill Barr, Gina Haspel, Comey, McCabe, Strock, danchenko all these people, Fiona Hill, who's always in the middle of everything, Christopher Steele and, and the Danchenko stuff, we can talk about that later, but Ukrainian Impeachment One, started by Fiona Hill and Charmella and Alexander Vindman. These are not inept people. These are brilliant, brilliant people who are so evil that they take their brilliance and say, how do we defeat Donald Trump, a duly elected president of the United States? How do we subvert the democratic process and be regaled as heroes? That doesn't take ineptitude to do it. That takes sheer beguile um, and a basically shameless attitude so you can glorify your own ego in in the process and have the heralds, as we call them in the Plot Against the King, the fake news, come in and trumpet your false successes as the savior of the kingdom. And I will call those people out by name, not just in my book that's coming, but every time I can on great shows like yours. And people need to realize that this is happening in modern day America. Gone are the days we could show up to the polls every two or four years and everything you. need to be up to speed every day.
1: uh, Before before we go further, um, a lot of people describe you as different ways. (laughs) One of the descriptions is uh, you're kind of like chief of staff to Donald Trump now, President Trump now. How would you describe your relationship with Donald Trump? Um, What do you tell people you are as it relates to uh, our favorite president, as he says it, which he really is? What's your relationship and, and what's your status with him?
2: You know, he and I are both simple, mission first. When I served him, as his head of counterterrorism, when I served him as deputy director of national intelligence, when I served him as chief of staff to his defense department, one thing, mission first. The mission is the American people, the safety of America, and our citizenry. And that's what has bound, uh, binded us together in service. And since I left, and, you know, I'm fortunate to talk to the president often. And, um, you know, I give him my advice, uh, where I feel I can in the areas of national security, law enforcement and intelligence and Russiagate and all that stuff. and you know the one thing we have always agreed upon violently is that the truth matters And january 6 is just one example that you know i was putting the spotlight in russia and many other incidences and i don't want the spotlight i'd rather disappear tomorrow and you never hear from me ever again and i would just go live my life but that's not the path that was laid out for me uh you know by god so i'm doing this one and russia and january 6 was just another disinformation campaign by the media they basically said, Donald Trump, insurrection, bad man, orange man bad. Uh, by the way, if you haven't seen the orange man bad t-shirts we made on Fight With Cash. Oh, love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I and, love and all the proceeds go to charity, just for the, all the haters out there who think I'm yeah. making money everything I do. Um, but what happened? I was chief of staff. We went in. I told them. I was the first one subpoenaed. I said, you didn't have to subpoena me. I owe a duty to the American public to tell you what happened. What happened, Donald Trump authorized Two days before January 6th, 20,000 National Guard, which the law requires. Nancy Pelosi and Mayor Bowser said, no, we don't want them. Without their authorization or their request, we can't send them. What happens? I'm fast forwarding 18 months of history and nobody's talking about January 6th anymore. Why do you think that is? Because we defeated them with the truth. Nobody's talking about Russiagate anymore because we defeated them with the
1: truth. And
2: it's just the next iteration and there'll be more and the next one will come up and that's what I, you know, I talk to the president about constantly about, you know, of course, what his future plans are. But more importantly, you know, what he tells me, I'm like, and I ask him, I'm like, sir, why do you, why, why, why do you keep going? You know, you're, you've, you've got great life, great family, go enjoy your grandkids. He's like, Cash, I hate what's happening to America and the American people, and we need to fix it. And I so said, cool. you know, as long as you're willing to fix it, I'm willing to fix it uh, standing by your side. So. I'll keep at it. You'll see me all over the country voting for or or campaigning for America first candidates going back out to the desert in Arizona this week. Um, Yeah, we're not going to stop. And that's the biggest message I can tell your audience. It's not just voting. Get out there, make a difference in your community at the school board level, at the local town council level, volunteer to be poll watchers because it matters when elections are decided by so little and the future of our democracy is at stake. You have to take the time to group together in your communities and pick a line of effort, education, service, faith, law enforcement, taking on drugs, what have you, and get after it
0: help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button to become a partner today.
1: So good. Now, just before we came on the air, one of my staffers, and I had not heard this. I knew people were in prison or jail, whatever you call it, uh, based on January 6th, because they were there. Mm -hmm. uh, But they said, I was just told, I don't know if this is accurate, but I was just told, 500 people are in prison or in jail. Have you heard that number? And if
2: yeah, I'm not sure what the number is, but my, you know, me as a former national security prosecutor and as a former federal public defender who argued for bail for clients of mine that were charged with heinous crimes, murder, rape, narcotics trafficking, human smuggling, to see. What they have done, they, the radical left, and the government gangsters have done with our two-tier system of justice is create a two-tier system of justice. And January six exemplifies it. I'm not sure of the numbers, but the fact that even one person right. is being detained, no bond, 18 plus months on end, is a tragedy and a bastardization of due process. When you have someone who's north of 60 years old, who has little to no criminal history, who is not a flight risk, and the judge detains them because the government asked them to do so. You have two corrupt actors. You've got the DOJ and the FBI. They're always in unison. And then you have the judiciary who didn't have the gall to countermand such a terrible request. Now, I'm not saying don't punish those who broke the law on January 6th. Some did, and they must be punished. But due process demands a bail component to it that has been grossly violated. And they're doing it for one reason. They are turning this law enforcement community of ours into, they have already turned it into a police state. It's no longer a regular law enforcement community in the Dem- Dem- Constitutional Republic of America. It is punish our political opponents at all costs. January 6th is an example. Russiagate's another example. Whatever. Afghanistan, the list goes on and on and on. And we can get into the whistleblowers how they're exposing it. But what I think is at the core of my mission, besides the truth, is fixing the two-tier system of justice. And the first job is educating people on it. And that's why we put out all the documents we put out at fightwithcash.com for free. Because Americans are best served not by commentary, but by the government's own documents that show their own corruption, their own arrogance, and their own unlawful conduct. That's how we won the day in Russiagate. And it's going to take time, but it's, I believe it's how we've won, are winning the day in January 6th, and how we'll win the day come November uh, the 7th.
1: Now, I didn't tell you I was going to ask this question or any of the questions, but uh, Trump himself retweeted a meme. And everyone's yeah. talking about it. Why did he retweet a, a meme that has a Q on his lapel? Talk about that if you, if you can.
2: <laughs> you know, what, this is what I tell everybody, you know, you got to have fun with it. Like, every, it, these times are so serious. There's so much at stake. But I think the one thing that President Trump and I always get along with is the power of laughter and humor. If you right. can inject that appropriately into an environment such as, you know, as tragically as it might sound, January 6th and other things, to give people a piece of levity in, in an otherwise pretty macabre time frame, Um, That's why you do it. And that's why we talk of, you know, look, I'm, I'm the first guy to tell you, I disagree with a lot of what Q you know, quote unquote Q is putting out there. But that doesn't mean what some of what he's putting out there is true. It doesn't mean he hasn't amassed the following because he's hit a chord in the American system in, across America to say, You know, whatever that person or group or movement is saying um, matters to a lot of people. So you have to take it both a seriously and then bring these people into the tent. And my way of doing it is fightwithcash.com. It's our 501c3 that we set up to say, hey, yeah, go wear our T-shirts and our merch and whatever. But the point is, we take the greater good, all the proceeds, and we drive it towards a mission. And I think Donald Trump does the same thing. And our mission is serving legal defense funds, paying tuition assistance for children, Veterans' assistance and helping active-duty service members, which we're all doing. So, you know, when people talk about whatever QAnon or the number seventeen, or well, I see all this stuff on Truths. Honestly, right, I, right. I don't it's even know what stuff means. Yeah, <laughs> but if you can't have fun with it, right, and you can't get people to relate to it, then you're gonna then you're gonna really, I think, not have an effective messaging scheme. And I think Donald Trump better than anyone else knows how to message.
1: He does seem to give. Messages while he's speaking at these events, and and you know, like you said, it's some people will will pick almost anything that he says, but he does seem to say things. And I've seen him do this thing in the air where he does this cue, and I don't know if he's just playing with this. But well, let me talk about this. Uh, uh, John Durham is always in the news, and w- we're told he has many, many, many um, unreleased. Uh, what's the word? you know, it's not the word. It's you know, what's the word where he has where they where the grand jury has met indictment unreleased indictments oh. unsealed indictments. That's what I'm trying to think of. What can you talk about? Obviously, you don't know what's sealed, but um, what can you talk about, John uh, Durham? From at least from observation, uh, that he's up to.
2: Yeah. So he continues his work, and. Here's what I'll say. Uh, the guy that ex- me and Devin who brought you Russiagate and exposed that corruption and things like the Nunes memo and gave you great um, or Lee Smith gave you the plot against the president, which was a fantastic movie. Um, if your audience hasn't seen plot against the president, you need to get that Russiagate primer done tonight. 90 minutes of your life with the real actors, me, Devin and others in it. And what John Durham is doing is continuing that march. And this bombshell explosive reporting that Igor Danchenkov, who John Durham has charged criminally, was an FBI paid informant, knocked even me and Devin over. I called them and I said, did you see this? This guy? And we had subpoenaed all the information from the FBI about every informant, not just Christopher Steele, because we knew the corruption was so vast. They never turned this information over. They defied a congressional subpoena (laughs) with their arrogance. These government gangsters at the time, Rod Rosenstein and Chris Ray, name, and their minions, uh, Peter Strzok and all those clowns. What do we learn? In 2009, Danchenko was hired by Fiona Hill of the Brookings Institute to be her research assistant. The same Fiona Hill that introduced Christopher Steele to the DOJ and the likes of Bruce Orr is in between these two men. <coughs> And justice, essentially. The same Fiona Hill who helped conjured up the Ukraine impeachment fiasco, number one, by making up meetings and talking lies about President Trump and phone calls that never occurred. Then, if that weren't enough, Christopher Steele comes in and is a paid FBI informant and lies to the FBI, the world, and a federal court just to unlawfully surveil a man he hates in Trump. Now, we catch him, Devin and I, and he gets canned. If that wasn't bad enough and we started to get the documents on them, the FBI, the month after Christopher Steele is fired in 2017, goes to Igor Danchenkov and says, oh, (coughs) excuse me, this is Steele's number one source in the Steele dossier. They make him a paid informant. The same Igor Danchenkov that not six years before the FBI was investigating while he was working at Brookings Institute for Fiona Hill for buying and selling classified information. They let this man go because the FBI, in their words, said, as John Dern put it, we thought he left the country. We thought he left the country. Since when does the FBI stop an investigation because someone leaves the jurisdiction? Me, as a former national security prosecutor, knows that's never the case. They do it in the following circumstance. When they take their confidential human source program and apply it to cover up their own government corruption. And that's what they did with Steele. That's what they did with O'R. That's what they're doing with Danchenkov. And they paid him for three and a half years to cover up as Steele's number one source so they could say this. Oh, we have an ongoing investigation, an ongoing source. We can't show you anything. <coughs> we can't tell you how Intel tell anything or the world.
1: And are you saying you're claiming, you're saying outright the FBI is paying these three men, at least you, you name three different names, they're paying them to lie.
2: Is that an overstatement? No, that's what they were doing. They knew Christopher Steele was lying to them. They knew Igor Danchenkov was lying to them. And they bade them FBI informants anyway. Why? Because the FBI and the government gangsters at the top said, we are going to get Trump. <clears throat> we're going to unlawfully surveil him. And we're so arrogant that we're going to write everything down and no one's ever going to catch us because no one's ever going to look at it. Because we, the government gangsters, are going to save the world. And Government Ganchers, by the way, is the title of my adult book, releasing in the spring. But what we're, what they did and what they didn't expect was there would be a movement to catch them. And it's taken years. And it yeah. goes back to John Durham to come out and say to a guy like me to, to read publicly from the FBI's own writing, <laughs> Danchenko's corruption. And Danchenko told the FBI. It's not me saying it. It's the FBI's documents saying Danchenko told the FBI We were drinking, me and Christopher Steele. I told him most of the information was BS. And the FBI paid me for three years anyway. And so all of those documents, look, you can listen to your great show and you can listen to me rant. Go read the documents. We put them all up. There's a document vault on fightwithcash.com for a reason. I don't want your money. Uh, I don't want your fanfare.
1: It's right there. Go
2: Go to the Durham Watch Vault and look at these Federal pleadings essentially under oath showing the FBI's own corruption with their own documents. And now you should ask yourself the following question. Why did attorney Bill Barr allow this corruption to occur or this concealment to occur on his watch? Because I've always said the cover up is worse than the crime itself. And you have to ask yourself why he did that. And why did he do that? My answer is because he cared about his ego and his, possi- and his you know, book deals on the back end and his ability to bash Trump and glorify himself in the fake news media because no one out there giving him an interview is willing to ask a tough question and say, you allowed this to occur on your watch. And there's only two answers. Either you knew and were in on it. And Bill Barr is not a stupid man. It goes back to what we were saying. People are, are, are truly brilliant and evil if they want
1: yeah. to see. Yeah. He seems to keep... Oh, go ahead, go ahead.
2: Or the second part is, you didn't know. And are you really going to tell me that Bill Barr didn't know? that he and Chris Ray were conducting this monumental cover-up? Is that what he's going to tell the American people? That he was so stupid that everyone below him was running the biggest criminal conspiracy cover-up in American history and he just sat there like a buffoon? That's not the answer. We know it's the former.
1: What's the deal with Bill Barr in that he's against Trump, then he's for Trump, then he's against Trump, he, then he'll speak up for Trump? What's going on with him?
2: Bill Barr is like every other corrupt government gangster. They're for themselves. And when the moment suits them, they're for Trump. And when it doesn't suit them, they're against Trump. And when they need to sell a book and call out guys like me and tell me about my credibility problems and my lack of experience, they are being the biggest hypocrites on planet Earth. And so the best way to get back at these people is to put out their own corruption through their own words, through their own documents. And that's what we do at fightwithcash.com. It's one of the services we provide. So I encourage you to go do it. And if you want to tick them off, really tick them off? (laughs) Yes. Our youth supposedly is off limits, but it's not in the plot against the king because we don't indoctrinate them with falsehoods that they want us to. We talk to them about truth, service, admission, And yes, we have some fun with Queen Kamalala and Hillary Quinton. And other things like that. But um, I think you guys will love the graphics and the stories. And as President Trump politely put it, help us put a copy in every every House yes. of Worship, in every house, and in every school and library in America at theplotagainsttheking.com. Right yeah. I'm shameless about it because it's how I make a living now. And Good. I don't make any apologies for it.
1: Good. Any last thing you want to leave people with that you want to be sure they know just before? Because we're at the 30 minutes. So any any last uh, closing.
2: Well, one, I'd love to come back. I, I appreciate yes, you. Please uh, do. Taking, take, I'm sorry. We couldn't do longer. It's just, uh, it's just the times are a little crazy. Yeah. My message is this, is this, get out there and do something, get in your community and do something before the midterm, because if you don't, you will have yourself to blame for failing yourself, your family, and your community. And if that means getting off Twitter and Facebook and getting on Truth Social, where you can find me, at Cash, at K-A-S-H. It's the only social media I exist on, by the way. Get information. Go get the documents at fightwithcash.com. I don't care where you get them from. Watch this tremendous show. But if you don't go give it to five people who don't give it to five people, you're failing. And you're not failing yourself. You're failing us. So go put the truth out. And if you really want to set your liberal friends on fire, yeah, go buy the plot against the king at plotagainstaking.com and give it to them for Halloween and for Christmas and for Thanksgiving. They make great stocking stuffers. And oh, by the way, I signed 10 copies. I signed 6,000 books this past weekend, (laughs) 6,000. And I signed 10 copies, where we go one, we go all. And it's being in the lotto system. It's being, if you ordered a copy of Plot Against the King, 2,000 mules or Plot Against the King, you might get one of those copies
1: awesome awesome thank you thank you thank cash patel thank you so much i appreciate it very much uh thanks for giving us those 30 minutes um a quick reminder that we have roger stone on today at 2 p.m pacific so um stay tuned for that that's a a few hours but don't miss roger is he uh, along with cash you guys are all friends with president trump and we love him and we love all you who support him cash thank you so much please do come back i appreciate it very thanks very you much so thank we'll you so see much. you again okay bye-bye
0: this has been elijah streams thanks for listening for more episodes like this you can listen to the elijah streams podcast at elijahstreams.com on apple google and spotify Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description to become a partner today.